0: Whee! <sweak> Chapter twenty, and I will read verse one and two. What happened in chapter twenty? And Abraham journeyed from thence toward. Now, Sodom and Gomorrah was destroyed that day. That God was talking to Sarah. That shall is anything too hard for God? Was the response. When God saw that she laughed inside, God said, "Why is she laughing? Is anything too hard for God to do?" And she said, ah, I didn't laugh. So God said, you know, you laugh. You can read those two verses. I didn't I didn't that was verse twelve and thirteen and fourteen of that chapter eighteen. Now, in chapter twenty, the Bible says Abraham moved his tent again to this area where the king of the Philistines saw this woman that thought she was too old to even have pleasure. And she was still desired. Why? Because God started changing your hormones The doctors say you, you can. Sh- they are now having some hormonal pills. God knows all of those things. Maybe God began to change the hormones in Sarai or now Sarah. Something that she thinks is over, the desire, the the beauty, and everything. Maybe she started shining again, shining again to the point that the king of the Amalek the, of the Philistines. We talked about that just not some minutes ago. The Amal Abimelech, the king of the Philistines, saw this woman who thought she was too old for even pleasure she thought she was no more desirable but God has started changing the hormones inside for the baby that is coming next year to the point that even the king of the, of the Philistines saw and said well ye bring that woman in bring that woman in she's now desirable again if you think she was not so what I'm trying to say is that as long as there's life there is hope but God has to stop that man Abimelech and say don't touch I'm 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 rejuvenating that shining not for anybody else but for the baby that is coming that was the what I'm trying to say is when you think everything is over for you and God promised just hanging with God Amen. as long as there is life there is hope that's what he is telling us today as long as there is life there is hope now that was, I, I just talked about Sarah who thought 100 years, some months ago she thought she was, it was over, we have no more pleasure my Lord is old also. Now let's talk about Abraham that thought shall if son be born to somebody that was 100 years old and now Genesis chapter 25, many months later, many years later Sarai has lived and raised this Isaac that was born to Sarai or Sarah for 40 years and then Sarai passed away and Genesis chapter 25 told us about this our Abraham who thought Charlie shall be born to somebody that was 100 years old verse 25 verse 1 said then again Abraham took a wife I said what at 130 something or her name was Ketura, and she bear him Simran and Jokshan and Medan and Median and Ishbak and Shua I said what a mean here what am I saying he's saying God that we are dealing with there's nothing too hard for him when you think yours is over when you think this was oh this is too this is too long this is too you gave up God said no if you are believing and you have prayed and God has said he will and look like he's not he say he will he look like he's not bringing it he say he will he's not bringing it as long as life there is hope keep believing amen let me bring it home to our own general testimony of life you know. uh, No. our normal days let me tell you he's my brother he's from Nigeria you all know he's my big brother he, I, we were all born into a muslim family into a muslim family so when we say as long as there is life, there is hope. God can make things. He knew me growing up. He knew, he knew me going to the ministry, going to the fellowship, and to I mean, to being a minister in Nigeria, preaching about. And he kind of not really knowing, not really giving anything to that. I'm not saying that maybe I didn't talk to him much about it, but he kept his own religion. Not that he was fervent in the Muslim religion, as far as I knew. All our parents claimed to be Muslims but uh, they were not really what you call devoted muslims they are like church goers in the christian church but i became evangelic evangelistic and so on so he just kept his own maybe when he has time he go to their mosque but they kept the name we are muslims when we were to do two thousand nine with maybe i can bring them over here he got he went to the immigration they didn't give him the visa and i thought will ever this man be able to ever come i never really planned that i would bring him to america it was not part of my plan he almost died recently when he had this stroke and the lord revived i've given that testimony here and the lord delivered him and then he actually told me in the play that hey in the, on the phone hey when the next when the next uh, daughter is going to have a wedding i would have to come i said where with Anna has not even decided to have some uh, we have not have a date or anything here that was almost two years ago that he said that on the phone I said okay and then one year later Anna had a man that they are going to get married I said well okay let me bring him now he went to the embassy and he got a visa now you see as long as there is life there is hope getting a visa is in itself something that you can say this is a a success one thing because my brother only stopped at grade school you have to remember that he stopped at grade school because the way like grade school over here you call it primary six that's all the education but when he came i was speaking english he actually speaks english much better than i was expecting because he has lived all his life in lagos and he was professional taxi driver driving all those cars gas, you know, from all those big big guys so he have to pick up English because many of them are speaking English to their drivers. So he was speaking English, and so. But I was saying that uh, what I'm trying to say is that as long as there is life, there is hope. I never thought somebody like this would ever come to America. How much more? Or even get into the airplane because it takes money to go to the airplane. You have to be educated to even get to the airplane. You have to be educated to even know how. Even the educated ones have to be shown how to read all these things in the at the airports So I was concerned that like, where. Well, we tried to tell him this is how to do it you have to go there and he said no big deal when he was coming he, he got help perhaps at the airport but uh, not like uh, I was afraid this we don't want to to him to get into a wrong plane and the army was so, but everything was going well smoothly for him so that is in the success. But what I'm trying to say is, somebody that never thought he, would, he told me himself that he was telling his friends that he would be going to America they said <laughs> you don't know how much they Pay to go on the airplane. That was his own testimony with this man. I was, that was just money part. But I'm thinking of an uneducated. If you're not going to, you're going to come this way. So those are all the things. When you have life, there is hope. God that made it for him then is still alive, and he can do whatever is your situation. You may say, well, no, my own situation is not going to America. I'm just looking for this. But if you have prayed and God has promised you. And you look like he's delaying. But just rest in him. And trust him like Abraham and Sarah here. That look like, oh, we don't even want to sleep together. We have been saved. no, They are no more sleeping together. That's what Sarah said. Ninety years old and he's ninety-nine. But God returned the shining. That's what I'm talking about. As long as there is life, there is hope. Now, the key thing is this. And that's how I'm going to wrap it up. Ecclesiastes chapter 11, verse 1 to 3. Ecclesiastes chapter 11, verse 1. Don't give up on God. Now, before I go to that, let me quickly summarize my brother's testimony. Somebody that I said he was just kind of a a mosque goer. Let's call call him a mosque goer. That's only devoted. We were not devoted Muslims even though they all say well I want to go to that mecca to them it's like uh, if you have money it's like a stamp of your of your wealth that's what it became you must go to that mecca on a pilgrimage most of the people that went there, to them it's like a stamp of approval that they are wealthy enough now my brother came over here. some of his sons have been coming back to Christ so that's good and then he came over here and the Lord orchestrated things and one brother came and i didn't even talk to brother i, I did and he just came and visited and I said well this is my brother and he just took the scriptures and started pointing the gospel to him and my brother gave his life to christ yeah. amen to yeah. so top it off as we were sitting down, the Lord said, He needs to be baptized. I said, you, Do you want me to? He said, Yes. Okay. All right. You're going to be baptized? You want to be baptized? Yes. Okay. So we took him and got him baptized. Cobra David Philani, and Uncle uh, Charles Adenuga got him baptized. Oh, was that now. Last weekend. And he was he baptized. He Pray for him. So you can see somebody that could have been dead, not really giving life to Christ. God brought him all the way here and he got saved. And it's baptized in water, and it's now having a hope of eternal life. Yeah. Amen. You have a hope of eternal life because that is I'm guaranteed that from the scriptures, I'm guaranteed that if you believe and you are baptized, you shall be saved. So he is, he can now confidently say yes, he is believing Christ, and he has been baptized, and he is saved. Believe it. Praise the Lord. So that is. What I say, while there is life, there is hope. In fact, he said something when when I saw him at the airport, I was telling him I said the last time I set my face on him was when I was getting married in nineteen eighty-six. That was my face to face. Since then I only had him on the phone and so I went to Nigeria in ninety two, yeah. But I didn't see him because he would not say he was in war or nothing. So when I saw him, I couldn't recognize his photograph. Is that my bad brother? Yeah, it's changed. I said, Well, I'm growing old. I said, Well, I'm also getting old, you know. But when I was, when I was coming, and I was looking at the, at the airport there and I saw somebody in uh, Buban Shukutu. I said, That must be him. I'm just trying to, it must be him because no other people were in Buban on the at the airport waiting at the gates. Then I moved closer. Well, I could see his face. Yeah, I see him. I see him all right. So, but the Lord is saying, it is good that he comes here to know the lord to surrender to the lord and be baptized in water that makes me happy what i was trying to say when we when he hugged me he was saying something that he said he said something like say would oh, you marry he was saying i is glad that he saw me before he died that's what i said i said no you are not going to die that's why i responded to him but no only i can't remember how he said in your balance huh? he said are you talking about you're not going to die yet he's just three years older than me but you see many people have died in that he was telling me oh you remember that man oh he's dead remember that fellow those are all people that are cousins and relatives and friends and and they are one by one they are all going away my big sister that came five years ago also she's a person but that is why she said she was glad that she has to see my face again before she he died. I said, no, no, you're not talking of death yet. I'm going to talk to you about this man, Jesus, who has conquered death. Not only conquering death, but he has promised that those who die in him, he will raise them up at the last day. Because that is the hope. I may not be able to guarantee that you will be one of them to go in the rapture, but I can guarantee that if you die and you have in Christ, you will be resurrected to live on this planet again forever. That is the promise of Jesus. He said, I will raise them up at the last day. And we show to him those scriptures. That is the only hope. Uh, The other religions may say, well, God is going to weigh your sin and your righteousness. If this is outweighing that. No, Christ didn't say that. Our righteousness has filthy rags. It is only in Christ that we are going to be resurrected to live again on this planet forever and forever. So that is the promise of God. Like I said, as long as there is life, there is hope. Maybe you have some cousins your relatives you have been praying for their salvation and it look like no hope look like maybe they were getting worse in their sins as long as they are still breathing keep praying keep believing as long as there's life there is hope amen, amen. maybe you think with well, gee i'm going home i'm looking for a baby we have some people among some of our men we had they have been married things be, and they are still looking for a baby and if they have been praying and god has said he will as long as they are still breathing Keep believing because as long as there is life, there is hope. Maybe you are looking for a partner and you say, Look, Lord Ma, I'm getting old, all my little ones are getting married and so on. As long as there is life, there is hope. That's what God is telling me to tell you. Hope and trust the Lord that He's able to do this thing. You say, Well, where am I going to get it? How is He going to make it? Don't forget about the how. I never knew a Cameroonian is going to come and marry my daughter. Let me tell you briefly on that because Anna was. If you are, if I, I, there have been many men, that, and many parents, that have come to me. I want this, to your daughter. I said, Let your son go talk to my daughter. Some of them, they go and tell their son. Their son said, No, no, I don't want this. Some of them, they come, Anna didn't even respond to them. That has been like that. And here comes a Cameroonian. And I have seen that vision. I didn't know who this fellow is. But this picture was perfect in that vision but i never seen this fellow before so I was thinking it looked like you no know, that fellow in that vision looked like this person looked like that person but those are not here around here. We, I said well and here comes the fellow and it just clicked and she accepted so when I said as long as we, we know parents begin to get concerned we me and my wife we say this man is good and she is not responding to her to him what is wrong here this one, they are sending email to her, no. And she talked to me one time. He said, "I told you guys to to listen to the Holy Ghost. I told you guys, and my kids, I told you kids to listen to the Holy Ghost." So I called. He said, "Why? Well, my speech just said that's not the one." So I couldn't argue with that one. She began to say, "My spirit said that is not the one." She didn't respond to the emails. Okay so I just gave up and said "Lord, this in your hand so you may have situation like that maybe your parents, you have situation like that and you're saying gee what's going on and I, have, I was talking to one yesterday that is dear to me among our brethren children I said well this is the way I'm going to wrap it up yes listen to the Holy Ghost yes let the Lord lead you but remember this story remember this story I'm going to see it right now. It's not a whether it is a real life story or just made-believe story. Remember this story because God walks with men. God uses men in many of these situations. There was a story like somebody was drowning in the ocean or in the river. And he was praying to God to save him. Save me, oh God. And they said a boat came by and threw him a, a life jacket and I said, Hold this rope. He said, No, I don't need your rope. I'm waiting for God to save me. And that boat went, oh God, you're going to deliver me. And, and an airplane comes and drop a line and said, hold on to that rope. Say, said, airplane by men? No. I'm waiting for God to save me. And this man drowned and went before God and I said, I prayed and prayed. You didn't save me because I sent you a boat. You didn't pick it. I sent you an helicopter and they drop a line. You refused to accept it. I did that. I sent men to help you so sometimes god will send men to make you see what you have been praying for sometimes god not just sometimes many times god uses men to bring that promise to you don't reject them that was what i told because there was a sister of mine among all oh no, the daughters of our brother that i have recommended and she kept no to this note that and she and that is one of the reasons why i said you need to remember that god still uses men and maybe our god is going to do yours he may use some men ecclesia chapter 11 verse 1 is where i'm going to wrap it up so i told that lady i said don't be too picky ecclesia chapter 11 verse 1 so balance the word of god balance the faith balance the fact that supernatural happens god is not going to create an angel to come and marry me. That was why what he told me when I was waiting. waiting I was like many of these I was one of the people that waited so long before I get married. And look, like, I he waiting for an angel to become a woman? <laughs> so God is not going to create the perfect one that you're looking It's going to make this imperfect one because we are also not perfect. Just like the woman is not perfect, the man is not perfect. It's a step of faith. And I have to cancel some brain like that. I said, uh, some young women and some young men. It's a step of faith. Even after you have known this fellow for, for all your life, it's still a step of faith when you step out to take this man or this woman. Ecclesiastes chapter 11. In summary, this is what you should do when you know that you are waiting for your, for your promise. Cast your bread upon the waters. For thou shalt find it after many days. I'm just going to use that application of that Bible verse. Keep doing good is what it means. Keep doing good. Keep following the Lord. After many days it will come back and and uh, produce result. It's what it's telling here. For thou shalt find it after many days. Cast thy bread upon the that is Keep doing good. Keep serving the Lord. Keep hoping. Keep trusting. And God is like the prayer of the saints in the verse that was said in the, in the book of revelation said there was a vial and it's full of the prayer of the sins so your prayer also is being, sealed, so it's being stored in a vial before God I, like the Lord told that, in the kingdom, that your prayer and your arms giving has come in remembrance before God the same way keep doing good keep following the Lord keep serving the Lord don't give up keep hoping that he is going to bring it he's going to bring your promise and he will bring your promise he was say, give a portion to seven. Don't, 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 don't give up. Yeah, say, well, after I've done two or three, no, that's all. No, he said, give to the seventh person, to the eighth person in your good works. Give a portion to seven and also to eight. For thou knowest not what evil shall be upon thee. So, so using that Bible verse as an application, is saying, keep open, keep trusting the Lord. Keep doing good. Let your light stand firm as a Christian and following the Lord that you can see the beauty of Christ coming out of you, that they will say this is a representative of Christ. And then that will bring forth the result. It's expected to produce a result. And that result is what we are waiting for. And that's all I'm going to say today. Is that as long as there's life, there is hope. Let's stand up and pray. As long as there's life, there is hope. So believe to the end. Let's stand and pray. Thank the Lord. Just thank the Lord. Father we thank you. Father we praise you. Father we adore you for this exhortation. Father we have been waiting. Even for your coming. And many of us believe that. You are going to come in a generation that is. we are going to go meet him in the air. Somebody said you still believe that now. I said as long as I am still living. I will come to believe it so that's the same thing as long as life there is hope so keep believing it it goes with everything whether it's coming or what you are expecting in your pocket or what you are expecting in your life as long as there is still life keep believing father we thank you Lord for this blessed be the name the Lord let your name be glorified let your name all Lord be praised we thank you we worship you give that strength that grace to be able to continue to believe you and not give up and not be fed up and not be tired like Abraham thought hey, it's over no it's not over and God told to them that it's not over and it's not over until it's over so thank you Jesus for your promises that is forever said to never. praise the Lord praise the Lord well we will continue this message in the next broadcast the Bible said, precept shall be upon precept line upon line a little there a little there and I pray that you will not miss the next broadcast so that you can build upon that which you have just learned today the bible said faith coming by hearing and hearing by the word of God in in other words you can say faith coming by hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing the word of God it's not just a one-time shot you must keep hearing the word so that your faith can be built up we shall continue this message in the next podcast. Don't miss the next podcast. God bless you.